I'd like to make one final statement. Kiff, come here and hold up the flag. And wave it a little, for God's sake. My friends, you can take away a man's title and his uniform, but you can never take away his integrity or his honor. Plus, it was mostly Kiff's fault. Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Yes, hello, and welcome to Two Bad Neighbors, a Simpsons podcast that became a Futurama podcast hosted by a robot man and his immortal friend. What a I, twist. Well, yeah. I am one of your hosts, Gregbot 2.2. And I'm Alan. Hello. <laughs> Coming in with so much energy, I can't even contain uh, it. Oh, look out. Yes. <laughs> Here it comes. Oh, it's feel we're back in Boathouse Studios um, for the first time in a while. That's true, and it's uh, it's really great because Alan got his car fixed, <laughs> so he can actually come over to my house again. Yeah, to be clear, uh, it, it's less that it got fixed; it's more that the uh, dealership got off their lazy asses and did the thing that they needed to do. So. They didn't uh, fix anything; they gave me a new engine. Uh, <laughs> your car was in development hell. It was, yeah. 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 It was, but it, it was, finally it happened. It, it finally, I saw it. I've been inside. It, it of finally it. was released, and much like Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven, there's some problems. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe shouldn't have rushed it, but uh, <laughs> wait, wait, there's problems with your car. <laughs> well, oh, nothing no. major. It just uh, it struggles to start sometimes. That's and, pretty major. Uh, well, that's a pretty big fucking deal. <laughs> it's not like it's not like it doesn't start. That's the thing. Ah. It always does start, but it's like. Still versus which is what it should be. Yeah, yeah. You know, we all know it still does <laughs> we all that. Know how cars sound uh, like every so often if it ha- if it's been sitting for a while. Boy, oh boy. Yeah, I don't want to take it back though. <laughs> Aren't you excited for one Calgary winner with that? Oh yeah, yeah. It's gonna be a track record. Yeah, it's gonna be great. Yeah. We're gonna be we're gonna be recording an episode in the dead of winter. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be like, I'm gonna start my car from out from from inside, mm-hmm. and, and you're gonna walk and you're gonna walk out and you're gonna be like, oh, it's gonna be nice and warm, and it's not. No, it's gonna be it, it's gonna be like I didn't start, you idiot. Yeah, it's gonna be frozen, and you're gonna have to you're gonna have to stay over. Yeah, well, you're a car guy, right, Alan? Absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> Notorious car guy, Alan Johnson. <laughs> it, 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 it's the it's the turn oner that's wrong. Yeah. I don't know what's going the, on. The, the, the activator, right? The, the, yeah, the in the year three thousand, it's the it's the activator. That's right. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's how we turn on the hover the hover engines. Oh, when are we gonna get those hover engines? Hover cars. Hover cars. I mean. The first hover cars that come out will instantaneously be death machines that yeah. kill everyone around them, and they'll probably have to use nuclear power to float. Do you think we'll get hover engines before hover cars? So it'll just be hover in your in your car. <laughs> like, wow, that's cool technology. <laughs> just as suspended it's there. Just, yeah, it's just floating. And in the your car. and like the 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 idea is that it's because it has like such anti grav functionality. Mm. It's not like it's it doesn't have. The, the pressures of the world and the elements on it. So it is like it, it, it just extends the engine's life. Uh-huh. So you can you can go further. Yes. Be stronger and better. But it has no other functionality than pitch? that. This is like you if you have like a, a slogan ready to go and everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's go not farther. my pitch. That's not my pitch. If be you want to hear my pitch, I've been watching uh uh For All Mankind on Apple TV Plus. What the hell's that? 
It's a what television. What the hell is that? It's <laughs> it's a television program about the uh, space race as told from an alternate history oh. if the Soviets landed on the moon first. Oh. And what would happen if that happened? And the answer is, well, the Americans would just keep going yeah. with that because they would never give up because that's not the way they do it. And the space race would never have ended. Oh, okay. And so well, that's... The, the, but the Soviets did land on the moon first. Do you guys didn't know that? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, sorry. All right. Opening sorry, up the I, conspiracy I, corner. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, folks, folks, you have to listen to me. Come on in. Come on in. This is Greg's Conspiracy <laughs> Corner featuring Nathan today. Uh, actually, my name is Claxar5, uh, and if my skin <laughs> sheds itself today, that's on you, okay? All right. You're like a... <laughs> and I'm a reptilian sitting here. I mean, that's Claxar. That, yeah, when I'm that, in my human form... Nathan's okay. Nathan's that's yeah. fine. All right. All right. <laughs> that's your human skin. And that's name. how I know that the Soviets landed on the moon because the first thing they did was they created a a, 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 a dumpy punk rock guy in Calgary <laughs> to be on your podcast. And so now here he is. Sipping the Slurpee. Wait, that's the first really thing they did? Out. That's the first thing they did. The second thing they did was made hover engines. And the third of thing course, they did was yeah. land on the moon. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. Those are the first. Th- three priorities. All in like the 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so the so moon it was, landing happened in the 30s as well? It was yeah. the Russian Revolution, it happened uh-huh. and then before. they immediately went to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can get behind you know that. What? Why not? Fine. Well, I just, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just recently watched the Don Bluth documentary, Anastasia, and it famously <laughs> ends with Anastasia's corpse on the moon, and that's why we couldn't find it for so many years. <laughs> Wait. This is, this is getting... I don't, I don't know what's This is getting anymore out of control... <laughs> And I'm putting a it's stop been a to long it. Time since I've watched that movie, Is it that does not end so with Anastasia's oh, corpse no. on the moon. <laughs> That's not how it ends. Uh, it ends possible. with her I don't know. being don't reunited know. with her grandmother after a long. Um, Fight on the river with Rasputin. Uh, Rasputin in his glowing green dildo. Yes, right. that is real. It's, his, it's a reliquary. His little, his little yeah. bat. I mean, yeah. I did download it off LimeWire, so it could be. It could oh, be yeah. like a, <laughs> it could be another an, edited, an alternate Jesus cut, a fan version. <laughs> um, man, you remember remember when like people would put up their own music on LimeWire and label it as like Metallica Enter Sandman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I, for the longest time, I thought Teenage Dirtbag was a fucking Weezer song because <laughs> of LimeWire. <laughs> what, it's, what, a, what a fucking wild west of piracy that was, right? And I'm regressing back. Okay, I guess I can't say this in the air. Theoretically, I would be regressing back to piracy. Yeah. You know, if, if, if there were a million streaming services with all the things I don't want to watch and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't want to pay $10 each, right? Mm-hmm. And it's just not as fun anymore. You don't yeah. have that, like, kind of, Kind of, um, you know, Russian roulette of downloading. Of like, <laughs> is true. it going to be the actual movie I want to watch, or is it going to be, you know, Anastasia's uh, body on the moon, like or I don't a virus, know, right? <laughs> or a virus? That, that's the that's like the that's least the gamble, fun. Yeah. That's the least fun possibility. But you know, like, oh, ooh, boy, snake eyes. <laughs> it's it was, a virus. <laughs> yeah, and it was always really fun on my family computer. You know. Yeah. yeah. Now I have to pay for my own computer. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, <laughs> big whoop. We had a Mac Mini. Mm. You know, one of those was it, little was it ones? colorful? Was it one of the clear, like blue ones? Um, no, though that would have been like an iMac. Okay, like the like the original iMac. Those were like the the clear fluorescent ones, or like the just the just the clear plastics with the green. And I think it was like it was green first, and then they came out with like blue and orange and all that. Yep. We did have like the first when we got rid of that one. We had our first MacBook, which was like the iMac book, which was the. Um, like the colorful one, like the clamshell that it used to be. Yes, and oh, it yeah. was uh, it was orange 
<laughs> I edited I edited my first movies on an orange on an orange iMac. I just remember having a computer lab full of those. Mm-hmm. They yeah. look so fun. Yeah, they were fun. <laughs> they're not as fun anymore. No, uh, they're not. They're they're a little less fun. They're all very dystopian. Yeah, very dystopian. Very Black Mirror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sleek, sleek, elegant, smooth, chrome. Always watching, shiny and chrome. Yeah, good um, movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie, by yeah, the way. I'm watching through the whole Mad Max series right now. Yeah? I just watched Beyond Thunderdome yesterday. Oh, boy. Beyond Thunderdome's a fun ride. It's pretty wild. I'd say the first half of it rules. First half? Well, <laughs> okay, hang on. <laughs> hang on. You don't like when it turns into like a shitty Goonies ripoff? Hang on. Okay, Goonies is already shitty. Uh, yeah. I think <laughs> if you add Max... Whoa. Hang on. <laughs> hang on. If you add Mad Max into the Goonies, it's going to be better automatically just because it's mad max that's true and the first half of mad max where he's in the thunderdome is fucking incredible when he goes beyond thunderdome in the the pig shit town yeah yeah Yeah. when he goes beyond thunderdome sure it slows down a bit but then it comes right back there's just not that much cars in it man mad max without cars what are you talking about the ending man (laughs) the ending's such a fucking thrill ride yeah yeah I kind of fell asleep. This time there's who's cars the, uh, and a train. Who's the dude uh, who's like the two people? Master, Master Blaster. Blaster. Master yeah. Blaster, yeah. yeah. And Tina fucking Turner. Okay, oh, maybe yeah. this movie rules. Yeah, this movie rules. <laughs> maybe I'm maybe I'm remembering it wrong 24 hours ago. Um, it's just, it's it's wild because it's such a, it, it's, you know, uh, I mean, Nate and I talked about it briefly, but uh, off air, um, about how <laughs> Mad Max 1 and 2 are very, like, similar, but, like, 2 is almost just like a... A retread of you use uh, the Evil Dead, re- yeah, uh, the analogy. Evil Dead yeah, yeah. analogy, which is very which I think fitting. Yeah, m- makes a lot of sense. Where it's like Evil Dead One uh, is so low budget and it's basically just very bare bones story, and then the second one is like, this is, here's what we actually wanted to do. Yeah. Now that we have the ability, and it spends the and, first ten and minutes still recapping in the first film completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. it's still in continuity, so it's not like just it's not a remake. Like it's not just saying like, oh, those events didn't exist, but it's more just like, but like, uh, who cares? Like, don't don't worry about that lore wise, you know. Um, and then the third one, like just with like with Army of Darkness, they're just like, let's just go wild. Let's swerve. just do whatever the fuck we want. It's a big swerve. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. it's it's bananas. I love it. I it, mean, I enjoyed it. I'm it takes on it, it takes on full man with no name status when it's when Fury Road happens. Oh yeah, where yeah. it's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, who, it's like he's just a guy. Yeah. whatever. Um, I have the uh, I went and I went out because they released this incredible, beautiful um, Ultra HD anthology. <sighs> Of it, I'm and I to buy that. I went out and I went out and got it. And the only thing I can watch it on is a pl- PlayStation Five that I don't even own. Uh, <laughs> it's in four K. Because yeah, yeah, because yeah, it's four K Ultra HD, and it's just stunning. Mm-hmm. It's um, yeah, it's really really great. There is no special features for any of the movies except the Road Warrior. Another for Fury Road, huh? Nope. Because that oh, one man. has that one has commentary. If you want to, if you want like a really great special feature for the Road Warrior, I recommend get uh, for the for Fury Road. I, I recommend getting the book that w- that just came out. Okay. About yeah, it. Yeah. I mm. can. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'll find the title <laughs> for you right now. Yeah, I've been really into like I was talking to Al about this. I've been really into watching because there's a lot of movie series where I've seen like the ones that everyone says are like the good ones, or like, mm-hmm. just I've seen one or two of them, right? Like. I've only seen the first two Terminator films, for example, and you know. So I've just, yeah. and I, recently <laughs> I watched all the Jurassic Park movies because I had only seen the first, like Jurassic Park and, and the Lost World. So like mm. I've been like this little project watching through all these series. And Mad Max has been because I'd only seen Fury Road prior to this, and uh, they're all sick. Road Warrior 
Road so Warrior good. was one of those movies where like 10 minutes in, I was like, this is already one of my favorite movies yeah. ever. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and I, it just started. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Well, if, if Fury Road is one of your favorite movies, Road Warrior is probably just going to be just below that. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited because I haven't seen Fury Road since it was in theaters. Mm. Um, I know like for a lot of people, it is tough to get over the Gibson of it because it's... But he he speaks so, so rarely, and he's really good. He's really good. Well, those, I, you know, Road Warrior establishes this narrative, this brilliant narrative thing where like all these movies are like these hushed legends of this person, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Fucking George Miller could keep making these movies forever and just yeah. keep getting new. Get he's doing a Furiosa movie, right? Yeah, just do that. You could just keep fucking doing them, and it's new legends and new. It's great. He's you know? created the one of the most incredible playgrounds that hasn't been overdone. Yeah. With the wasteland. It's amazing. So and I really don't really don't care who there's a fucking Mad Max game and some other schlub is voicing and, and yeah. looks like him. And who cares? <laughs> yeah. He's got the Jackie. He's got the gun. Whatever. Yeah. That's all that matters. And right? That's it's that just the fun. iconography. That's all that matters. I enjoyed that game. Yeah. The wasteland or man. Is, just uh, whatever the, it's oh, Mad oh, Max yeah. OK. I just remember the one thing about Thunderdome that mm. kind of I, I had a real problem with. Right. Right. Okay, I really liked in Road Warrior. Like Max is, uh, he's not like a typical action hero. He's he's kind of more cunning. He like when he's lying about his gun the whole time. Oh, he's scrounging for ammo and shit. shit like that. Like I find that really interesting. Right. The third movie, he's like dropping one-liners. He's blasting dudes away with a <laughs> sawed-off. Like it's still fun, but I just find it more interesting when he's more of like, yeah. you know, a moral survivor a- yeah. as opposed Enigmatic. to fucking Ash from Evil Dead. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Which again, that's kind of what he did in Army Darkness. That's yeah, where all yeah. the quotes everyone knows yeah. are from. Is from yeah, because in, in Evil Dead right? Two, he basically just says he's groovy, groovy. That's like it. once, and it's just because he's like, oh, I found a chainsaw. That's wait, cool. wait. He also says woodshed. All right. <laughs> <laughs> And he laughs. And turns <laughs> the shitty ADR of a shitty ADR <laughs> woodshed <laughs> stumbling to the uh, tool shed or what is it woodshed or what, tool, is it woodshed? It's woodshed, okay. yeah, because it's he should have said tool shed. Because <laughs> what is a woodshed? What the fuck is that? I love I love seeing that shit in old movies. I mean, in movies in general, mm. but like it's just when I see it t- these days, it's just more like depressing. But like old movies, when you see, you're like, okay, obviously some studio head was like, ah, uh, I don't know where he's going right now. We need to, we need him to. We need to get him to record a line so the audience knows where he's going. And it's just like, fine, fuck, yes, fine. fine. We'll have him say woodshed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At gunpoint. Murray. Fucking Murray. <laughs> the, uh, the book about Mad Max Fury Road, if you're looking for it, is called Blood, Sweat, and Chrome. Sick. By Kyle Buchanan. There's an audiobook version of it. That's I got it while I was in Edmonton. It fucking rules. That's <laughs> what my sex tape's called as well. <laughs> we don't have to talk about that. I don't want to see that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That sounds pokey. <laughs> oh. Oh, boy. Well, we're here to talk about Futurama, of course. <laughs> yes. And I'm Claxor. Yeah. Yep. And we have, we have our guest, we have our guest Claxor. 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 I'm Greg okay. Bot 2.2 uh, and Alan the Immortal. And yeah. Alan the Immortal. <laughs> Alan the Immortal. What, okay. a weird, what a weird thing we're doing. Human, human sight for Nathan Isles, but Claxor. Claxor will do yeah. Um, well, yeah, yeah well, uh, of course, we've we've had you on the, the Simpsons version, but now we're in Futurama, so uh, we like to do a segment with our new guests, at least for Futurama. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a segment we call, what's your deal? Yeah, what's your deal? What's man? my deal? What is your yeah. deal? It's my, is it my deal in relation to Futurama? Yes, or? you got it. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, I'm about to blow your mind. I'm oh, a yeah. huge sci-fi fan. Yep. This might be the first full episode of Futurama I've ever watched in my life. Wow. Right on. We it's can talk more about sci-fi then. Well, yeah, I was going to yeah, say, yeah, in yeah. lieu of talking about a favorite episode, I want to talk about two things. One, the time I met John DiMaggio, oh, nice. which yep. happened. Yep. And two, the sci-fi, This like, that episode kind of reminded me the most of. Mm. So first of all, I met John DiMaggio. We have a thing here in Calgary called the Calgary Expo. It's basically Comic-Con. 
And uh, I was going to meet him because uh, there's a really good animated Bat- Batman film mm-hmm. called, uh, I believe it's called Under the Red Hood. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And yeah. he plays the Joker. He's really he's, good. He's really good because he doesn't do a Mark Hamill yeah. pastiche, which is, yo, it's like poetry at rhymes. The last the episode we talked about That's true. Mark we Hamill. About Mark it, Hamill so. yeah. It's like I planned that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I loved his Joker because he, I don't know, like everyone posts Mark Hamill doing animated Joker. Does Mark Hamill. There's fucking yeah. data from Star Trek did Joker at one point. It's just Brent Spiner? Brent yeah. Spiner did the Joker for some movie and it's really bad. That's <laughs> Who's the who was the guy from Lost um who played Michael? Was his name Michael? The 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 guy who was the evil guy, the bad guy for the Oh, uh, Ben, Ben Ben Linus. Ben Linus. What was his what's his uh, actual name? Michael Emerson. Michael Emerson. Okay. <laughs> That's what I was like His name is Michael. Michael. He played Ben. Lost? Michael Emerson plays the Joker in the animated film The Dark Knight Returns. Okay. And he, Oh, oh, like older Joker. Older Joker. Okay. And yeah, he yeah. doesn't do a Mark Hamill. He does cool. his own thing on it and like it's Sounds it's, good. It's also it's good. That's great. Yeah, and yeah. you know, fucking Robocop is Batman in that one. So yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, Peter Weller, I love him as, as that's Batman. That's a great ca- casting for yep. that Batman. Yeah. Um, it it really works exactly for that. Yeah. For that Batman. It's great. Yeah. Dead or um, alive, you're coming with me. Yeah. It, yeah, it's Dead well, imagine coming with me. Imagine him saying he's young, he'll walk again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love him. So I love that's that so actor. So but he'll be scared, won't you, punk? <laughs> Um, yeah, but I love his Joker. He does kind of a, uh, like a scary mobster Joker. And it's just, it's like, there's a scene where like he's handcuffed and he asks for a glass of water and he like breaks the water and slashes like three dudes throats. It's really good. It's a really intense cartoon. And Bruce Greenwood plays uh, Batman. He's awesome. Batman. Awesome. Great, great. Like hour and a DC does a lot of those good, like animated one-off movies. A lot of their, a lot of their, uh, DC, a lot of the DC animated ones that are post- Flashpoint Paradox. Uh, did you ever see that one? I did see that one. It yes. fucking rules. Yes, but yeah, yeah. everything, honestly, post that where they're where they do the Marvel thing, where it's like everything's connected, yeah. everything is serialized. Yeah, it falls apart. Exactly, it starts yeah. falling completely apart. But before that, it's all like these incredible one shot movies that yeah. are just amazing. It's great. Or like adaptations of classics. Yeah, uh, you just mentioned Dark Knight Returns. They did a long Halloween one recently. Yeah, there's a really bad one based on the Killing Joke. Unfortunately, that one's so that bad. One sucked. Which yeah. sucks because. Conroy and Hamill both came back yeah, to the yeah. role for it. And the but. thing is, the second half of that one, which is just the killing joke, is fine. It's great. It's pretty it's, good. It's all the Batgirl shit they yeah. had, and the animations just... I mean, that's such a surreal, beautiful, colorful comic, and they make it really kind of drab and washed out, and it sucks. Yeah. But anyways, Johnny Maggio did a really good Joker, and I really appreciated that he just didn't do Mark Hamill. So... Uh, you didn't have to pay money to meet him, so I went to uh, Expo, and he was like just leaving. Like, he was packing his booth up. And he's a, I don't know if he's, he's built like a brick shit house. Oh, yeah. Big guy. <laughs> and uh, I go up to him as he's leaving, and he's like really friendly. He's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, hey, I just, uh, I was wondering, I had my copy of Underlord. I was like, I wonder if you could sign this. I just love your, and he immediately was like, oh, my God. No one ever talks to me about Joker. Ever. And he just grabbed it from me, like yeah. aggressively, signs it. And he's like, oh, people want to talk about Gears of War and yeah. Futurama, you know, but no one ever talks about Joker. And I was like, yeah, you know, you didn't do Mark Hamill. And he's like, I didn't do Mark Hamill. And it's, we had a whole like thing about it. It was great. And then he put his like arm around me for a photo and he damn near broke my spine. Oh, yeah. Because again, just, just fucking he- big motherfucker. Just clearly, clearly lifts. Thick boy. Oh, yeah. Hits the gym, clearly. And uh, it was great. And I've never forgotten that. I hope it made his day. If he's listening right now, he did a great Joker. He, yeah, I think he, he's definitely listening. Uh, he 
<laughs> it's it's a hard role. It's a really hard role. Yeah. Well, and uh, I mean, I you know, and he didn't sound upset that people talked to him like Gears of War and yeah. you know yeah, his no, bigger yeah. roles, but I think he was just stoked because he clearly uh, he it's clearly just, it's went one out of those of his things where that. you know, like it, it's also anytime an actor has to do like press tours, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like they're gonna get asked the same questions every fucking time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so like when someone's like, and that's why like the. Uh, what's his name from Hot Ones, right? Like that's why Sean Evans. Sean Evans. That's why everyone always like compliments him on his interviews because he doesn't do the normal bullet. And they're always like, "What?" Like some of them know, and they come in, they're like, "Yeah, like I know that you're good at digging deep." But then I love when the celebrities who clearly like this is their first they're hearing of this show, but or they're like publicist is like you should do this or whatever and they're on and they're yeah. just like holy shit like you really do your re-, like every time it's so funny i love it or on the music side fucking nardwar right sure yeah it's yeah. a running yeah, joke with nardwar yeah. where yeah. people are like how the hell did yeah you well, fu- <laughs> what the hell <laughs> but uh, but that's the thing like when you get asked the same thing over and over it doesn't necessarily mean like that question is bad or that like it's it's bad to be asked about gears of war or asked about futurama it's just that when something else pops up it's so exciting you yeah. know like and so yeah it's nice yeah especially with uh voice actors they uh they sometimes are known for one thing yeah in the in the populace but they do so much shit yeah. like you know i mean dimaggio is uh, all oh, i mean a, leg- a legend yeah oh, and i yeah. just yeah i don't know and there's a little plug go check out under the red hood because he, yeah. he crushes it that's a very it's a very good movie that's a movie that i've been um i've recently been cataloging all of my movies that i own um and where they are so i I created a i've I've created a google document Mm -hmm. i think i've mentioned this google document before but i've completely reformatted it so it has like all of the movies that i own in one in in any way shape or form so be it on hard copy or digitally right and where to find it right and while i was going through it turned streaming then like like if you just are subscribed to Netflix. No, or no, okay, no, okay. no. Because I can't... You, you, reco- don't, you don't own those. Yeah, I, I can't right. rely on them being there. <laughs> but like family sharing, like okay, yeah, I have yeah. like the family sharing thing on Apple TV where I can just like go and see what my dad's got. So that's another 300 or so movies. Wow. I have about... I've bought a few things that just exist on my Xbox. Weirdly, mostly anime. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's usually crazy sales on the Xbox marketplace, like $4 for... All of you know, fucking uh, Full Metal Alchemist. And I'm, like, sure. Oh, I'm sure I'll watch that at some point. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah. And my whole thing is, I don't want to forget where these things are. You know, so I have yeah. it all in this in this document, and it turned out that I have Under the Red Hood three times. Oh Whoops. fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah! I recently the, my podcast we we just did a series on Knights of the Republic, and I did the math. I've bought that game six times. Oh my gosh, <laughs> six separate times, including I bought it on Switch just for the research we did on the, the mm-hmm. quote-unquote research yeah mm. me playing that game for the millionth time <laughs> i uh uh just bought that again i think i mentioned this to you yeah um but also i had bought it maybe three times in my life well uh, the running joke is skyrim like how many times have oh, you bought yeah. skyrim i've only i've game? i've never bought that <laughs> well because there's just so many versions of it yeah, yeah right yeah. it's yeah ah but when i first bought knights of the Old Republic, i, I actually th- i might still have it i might have given it away now but i had like the actual like cd-rom like box Mm-hmm. Of Knights of the Old Republic, and I bought it quite a while back, and it just didn't run on my computer. And I was oh. like, "Well, guess I'll never play this game." Um, <laughs> but I just started playing it today. Actually, that's so. a lot of cash to just say goodbye to when you're that young. I know, oh, man. So many times, honestly, when I was a kid, I would buy a computer game and it not run on my computer, and the they would not take it back. I would be like, can can I please return this? Like, sorry, buyer beware. You know, like you've opened it, so you can't. And I like in retrospect, as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I get why that policy exists because 
people pirate and copy the discs, yeah. you know? So, like, I understand that. But I was, like, I was a little kid. Like, yeah. cut me some slack, man. Hey, you just <laughs> dropped 50 bucks on this thing. Yeah. You're really dating yourself, man. Can you even buy computer discs now for games? Uh, I don't think so. I think you can. I yeah? Think they, I think they still exist in a very, very minimal sense. Okay. And yeah, it's yeah. usually, like... Um, in fact, they might they might not be discs anymore. You can st- you can definitely still buy them in a store, but they'll probably be a redeem code now. Yeah, that's my guess. <sighs> yeah, because I haven't actually physically bought one in a long time, but yeah. I know that in like EB Games, they still have a tiny little section of PC uh, like boxes that you can purchase. So. When I would go into the game store, I would always go. I would walk around. Being like, look at all these games that I'll never have. <laughs> yeah. Look at all of this. And then I would go to the to the to the section way in the back. The uh-huh. Discount that area? had nope. That was Mac OS. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> games for Mac OS. And it was the size of just a little binder. Uh-huh. Just a tiny little shelf in the back. And it was only Star Wars games and SimCity. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, yeah, that was the, all they had. So the only games I had were SimCity 2000 <laughs> and Jedi Knight 2 Jedi Outcast. Nice. Those were that was that was fucking it. That's all you need though. Yeah, that's all I needed. This really. is like when I go hunt for movies of Value Village and there's always like two or three HD DVDs sitting there. Oh yeah. Oh and god. Usually yes. Peter Jackson's King Kong is in there. I don't know why. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, that, I think that was the like the first one. I think. I think something. so. Yeah, yeah. Major yeah. release. Yeah. Yeah. And so, because I remember working at Future Future Shop when that came, when eight, when the the wars the were war, happening, the, yeah. the, the Blu-ray the, the versus skirmish. HD DVD, and I, yeah, I remember King Kong specifically being very prominent on like, like there were standees, you know. The legend was it was because porn went Blu-ray. Is that the legend? <laughs> that was the legend that I heard. I've well, never heard this before in my no? life. No. Nope. So, like, this could have been... Sounds like a Futurama. This, my yeah, my this, understanding... Sorry, I'll let you finish. But, yeah. like, my understanding was it was more so because PS3 had built-in Blu-ray capabilities mm. and Xbox 360, you had to purchase a separate HD DVD drive. Right. And so just because of that simple, like, the people who have PlayStations were like, okay, yeah, I'll, obviously I'll get Blu-rays. Mm-hmm. And people who had Xboxes are like... Well, I can't get either unless I get this extra peripheral, and I don't want to do that. Except Which for then the, also helped you know. PS3 ultimately win yeah, that console exactly, war. Exactly, 100%. Because you could pay the same amount and get a Blu-ray player, or also get a fucking console yeah. as well. Classic yep. Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Being that's stupid a, that's with video cla- games? Yeah. yeah, that's a classic Absolutely. Microsoft. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, they, and what did they learn? Nothing. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, uh, well, yeah, but Game Pass runs the world now. So Game Pass is pretty we really won. I don't even know what that is. It's Netflix for video games. Yeah, it's basically, basically. like you you pay a, a premium monthly fee or whatever, and you get uh, tons of game. There's a games library mm. that you can just download at any time and play, and uh, they keep adding new ones and like often new releases will just go straight there. So you, you know, it's defining the market right now. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's PlayStation's trying to catch up now. They just yeah. recently did a change to their PlayStation Plus system where there's like tiers now, and one like the you know the highest tier is basically what Game Pass what uh, and, is. And classic Nintendo, big brain move. They're like. You want to play some Super Nintendo games? <laughs> we got those. Yeah, and then everyone like made Donkey a big, everyone shit their pants when they're like, "Here's few N64 games," and yeah. you're like, "Oh my god, twenty year old video, thir- close to thirty year old yeah. video games." Well, Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. The uh, the thing about the Nintendo Switch though is that it's the best. It's pretty cool. The, the thing with Nintendo is fucking love the, the thing with Nintendo Switch. is they uh, they make the best games. Yeah, that's because the their, their practices as a company are fucking clown shoes. But like, they're <laughs> I always joke on 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 my podcast last year, arcade. I'm like, I'm in like an abusive relationship with Nintendo because 
like so many of their policies and their attitude towards like backwards compatibility and stuff is awful and so bass backwards and reflects stupid old Japanese like values regarding like just old men who are out of touch running it. But fucking Zelda, man, fucking, fucking, Zelda. fucking Mario Party, fucking yeah. Mario, you know, like all the best shit is on there. So you got to yeah. have it. I got to <laughs> have it. I got to play these fucking games. Right. So, yeah. And you yeah. also have this incredible, incredibly uh, intuitive and friendly user interface. Yeah. On the switch. That is just like, okay, sure. I might not be able to play, anything else on it like i might not be able to watch movies on it it's not a multifunctional platform but i can take it out <laughs> and walk around with it yeah and it's functional you're playing nice little public alley walks in hey, i want to watch a movie cool you pick it up seamlessly no no keep no, 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 no 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 don't switch that <laughs> switch Switch, switch, nice. switch those switch two in your brain, and yeah, then yeah. you're accurate. Because yeah. I, I am so out of touch with games entirely. Yeah. <laughs> the the only one that I've seen that I was like, huh, maybe, <laughs> yeah, maybe, as yeah. uh, Skull and Bones. That oh. looks pretty cool. The new Ubisoft pirate game. Oh, I didn't even know about it. They've done like yeah. it's Black Flag, like that Assassin's Creed, but they've stripped well? out all the they just, Assassin's they Creed took shit. The Assassin's uh, okay. It's just pirates. <laughs> so I'm like, Which honestly, like, like in that game, that's the best part yeah, of it. I'm like finally, the they shit. did it. They did the thing that I wanted them right. to do. Well, and that's the that's the interesting thing about you and I is that we're the opposite when yeah. it comes to that. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I want more assassin shit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's this pirate shit? Get out of here, boats. Yeah. I spent too long with Assassin's Creed to be interested in the pirate shit in, in the in the assassin shit anymore yeah that's fair because i'm such a mark for that i really franchise. liked syndicate but that was the last one i played oh really you liked syndicate i liked syndicate dozens of you out there <laughs> yeah yeah dozens of you i, I mean like, i do but again i'm a mark i've liked them all pretty much like yeah. a, anytime i hear about like oh this one's the worst assassin's creed and i'm like okay i'll like skip it like unity i skipped uh rogue i, I skipped i skipped unity rogue is I just played them recently yeah like it, like fairly recently because I'm like you know what those are the only ones I've never played I should play it. and I played Unity I'm like this is great what is and I know like there was a lot of bugs when it came out and that was yeah, a big Unity now is it's yeah, finished yeah. now it's, yeah, 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 exactly and that's game. and that's yeah, what yeah. I read too and I'm like that that makes sense but also I'm like I'm like well I'm glad I waited then I like to it's a running joke on our podcast like we'll we'll like jokingly we lovingly shit on Assassin's Creed and it's because mm -hmm. I grew up a huge fan the Ezio trilogy it's one of my Favorite, I love Ezio. Favorite things ever, like when I was a little gamer I think it's boy. Their best, right, their best story. Yeah. Um, and like they're not like bad games now. They've just they've they've pioneered this really bloated, not pioneered. Like they're the blueprint that a lot of games have kind of jacked mm -hmm. of uh, huge map with like yeah. shit tons of icons and like none of it's like super fun, but it's something to do. So you just yeah. you're like, yeah, sure, you go I'll and check off. Yeah, stuff I just on recently booted yeah. up. I tried booting up three different games. I tried a game called Days Gone. Mm -hmm. I tried a game called Horizon Zero Dawn, mm -hmm. and I tried... Uh, Come on, oh, stick the landing. Mad, Mad Max. What? It was Mad Max. Mad Max. The Mad Max game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, they okay. all had the same formula. Like, they yeah. were the same... I mean, different looks, different, you know... But, like, they all had, like, the map. They all had, like, the towers to climb. Yeah. And Mad Max, it's balloons. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still the same shit. It's, like, reveal the map, you know? And so yeah. that's kind of... When I joke... In, when I shit on Assassin's Creed, it's, it comes from a place of love, because it's just, like... They were so iconic that everyone just does that, and it's like, especially as you get older, you don't have as much time. Like I don't, I don't know, man. Like I, I'm a big fan of games that respect your time, yeah. And, some, and like a lot of these games that have the huge, like all this filler and, as you said, bloat. Like mm -hmm. uh, I don't feel very respected. I feel very disrespected. <laughs> yeah, me all too. Right? No, I'm just kidding. But. <laughs> so there's two kind of games, kinds of games I like to play, and there's ones uh, that are uh, story rich 
and therefore I'm drawn into the story and like the gameplay can be whatever or it can be like really great either way if it's a great story I'm I'm in and then the other kind of game I really like are ones that I'm like I don't give a shit about the story is the is the just like uh, gameplay loop fun podcast games. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. so you can like listen to podcasts while you while you clear you exactly know, yeah and, and feathers and in that's Assassin's and that's what whatever, Assassin's right? Creed games are for yeah. me where I'm yeah, just yeah. like you know it's it's yeah I I totally agree they're not great game design you know where it's just like there's lots but to at do. one Go point do they it were all. that's the but crazy thing that's true yeah. like they're a victim of their own success well yeah that, and, and the, that's kind of and the thing. way that that the series has evolved and like, like Assassin's changed. Creed Two was fucking mind blowing yes. oh, yeah. when it first came yes. like, well that's the thing because like the first one I mean I played I, I bought the first one day one like mm. that's the other thing I've been I've Altair, been a mark for the series Altair, yep. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've been a mark for the series since it came out because I was just like that looks cool and then I bought it and like everyone was like ah it's it's good but like it's, it could you have use some work and I was like I thought it was great and then two came out and I'm like oh I see what they were saying Yeah, this is a better game I agree you know yeah. what I mean but two uh, made t- I remember playing two because like I was the exact same as you because it was yeah. an Xbox exclusive mm-hmm. and I was like I have to play this game I yeah. have to play this everyone was and playing I, it when it came yeah. out like, and it I went those games. I went yeah. and got the Xbox 360 at Best Buy and it came with Assassin's Creed it nice. was that it was that package thing yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I, I hid the Xbox 360 <laughs> from my father for, from, <laughs> for months because I was afraid he would throw me out <laughs> Because it's a Microsoft. Throw product. you out or throw the Th- Xbox out? Both, buddy. <laughs> Both. And uh, I was I, w- I was playing it, and I was like, "This is a really hard game." But as soon as two came out, I was on that. Yeah. I was on that shit and played it, and was like, "This is a fun game. This is really, really fun." Yeah. And yeah, they are the victim of their own success. That 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 format is so old now it's that go to right whenever even, and the even that spider-man game did oh, the yeah. same thing yeah. spider-man wins because moving around is swinging so fun. yes yeah, they exactly. make but yeah. the actual they what you're make, doing in the game is the same it's the assassin's creed it's, right? yeah let's go do they, the they make your, on the map. your time sync in spider-man getting from one place to another is fun the funnest part of the game yeah it's a, a huge thing in games like honestly if you nail your traversal system if yeah. it's fun to just play. It's part of why Breath of the Wild is so fun. Like, there's so many options. It's a big open world with a lot of filler, but like, just playing with the mechanics mm-hmm. is is great. So yeah. Um, but the 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 main thing that that happened is they they shifted into this Origins Odyssey mm-hmm. Valhalla like uh, the RPG RPG kind of thing. That's what I've now. heard it referred to. And and I've been enjoying those, but I'm like I'm like it needs another shift. Like they need yeah. to do something different because if they do that again. I, I don't know how long I'll I mean I'll still probably play it but, yeah, probably. <laughs> but you know what I mean like I don't know how long I'll be like able to say like yes I like this series still um, and it's just it I mean the problem now is like too many games in general are becoming games of service and like because that's what Valhalla became because f- normally they would have had another Assassin's Creed by now mm. you know because they do like uh, one now it's for a while it was one every year that was rough. <laughs> now it's yeah, yeah. That was rough. now it's uh now it's one every two years. Did you, play, did you play Rogue? Is that what's called? That's when I'm just I just finished yeah, yeah. for the it, first time. It's like an expansion to to Black Flag. Like well, I had a lot yeah, of fun with it. It's on the same engine, and, yeah. and it was yeah. released the same. Oh no, Unity and Rogue were released the same same year. Yeah, for different because, platforms. Yeah, because one uh, Rogue was for. I think they dropped the same day. I think they did. Yeah, yeah. and because Rogue was for previous gen, so if you were, and you Unity were was the first next gen one. Exactly. If you were a 360 peasant, you had Rogue. But the ironic thing was Rogue actually worked. So yeah, was, Rogue was good. Right. Unity did not. I. Well, I got, yeah, I'm, I'm, again, I got Rogue is basically just another Black Flag, right? Yeah. Like it's the same mechanics and yeah. and everything. So I and it, would, it had been a year since Black Flag, so I was like, oh, I'm all in for yeah, Rogue. Yeah. Give me it, <laughs> give me it, give me it, give me it. I got um, I got an Xbox One, and my pack in with that was Assassin's Creed Unity, like a download yeah. code mm-hmm. for it. 
And uh, but this is when this is before they fixed it. And yeah. Some hilarious bugs. Like a lot yeah. of times, no like face. The, the, well, the face would disappear, but the eyeballs right. would be floating. Uh, be floating. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was good shit. It was good shit. <laughs> Anyways, okay. The other thing I wanted to talk about. Yes. Uh, the sci-fi. This, the what we just watched reminded me the most of, mm-hmm. which is super surprising to me. Have you guys read Transmetropolitan, like the comics? No, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> very good. Uh, Vertigo, um, like '90s. Ongoing series. You probably know Spider Jerusalem. He's like the main character. He's based on Hunter S. Thompson, oh, yeah. and, and he's got like the that two sounds... different shaped glasses. Yeah, it sounds familiar. Yeah, and it's a really good. It's a, it's this wild like kind of cyberpunk future, but it takes place. In, it's just called the city or like Mega City. I can't remember what it's called, but yeah. it's like this like satirical but also slightly plausible like just one off things happening in the panels. Like there's a part where they go to like a convention where people are selecting different religions. Like it's an ex like it's a comic con, which <laughs> I think that that could be a Futurama episode, yeah. right? Like yeah, just yeah, this absolutely. like. Yeah. This like really anarchic, um, fast, you know, jokes rooted in science fiction, but also just slightly plausible, you know, mm. like this whole like this whole ongoing neutrality joke they had going in Futurama. <laughs> yeah. That's like hilarious, but it's also like, well, I mean, the amount of like centrist assholes I see on Facebook, yeah, sure, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Speaking of uh, Futurama, I think we do have to talk about the episode in order to keep calling ourselves a Futurama podcast. That's yeah, that's true. So if you this wouldn't, is all just preamble. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, sci-fi rattling off the, uh, the stats of this episode. <laughs> you want me to rattle off the stats? Yeah, get to what it. A, what a nice way to put what I do. Uh, so this is the uh, is Brannigan Begin Again, the second episode of season two, written by Lewis Morton, directed by Jeffrey Lynch. Original air date November twenty eighth, nineteen ninety nine, almost into the year two thousand. We're not there yet. Not yet. The Phantom Menace is out. Phantom yes. Menace is out. Yeah. This episode is the world is has not, never been the same. It is not 3K compatible. This has a uh, not Y3K compatible. That was their little yes. Oh yes. This uh, oh yeah. The little cold <laughs> open of this episode is a direct reference to Star Wars. Speaking mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Star Wars: A New Hope, where they're playing that holographic Dva- chess. Dvarik? is that what it's called? Dejaric. Dejaric, thank you. That's yeah, the name of the, that's the name of the <laughs> yep. game. That Sadly, play? I do know that. <laughs> All right. Yep. Well, there's that. I was just called it Hollow Chess. <laughs> I yeah, that's what it is. That's what yeah. Yeah. But of course, everything's got to have a name. Let in the Wookiee win. Universe. This uh this episode of Futurama in the first <laughs> in the first act feels actually more like a Star Trek episode. Oh yeah. Because oh, yeah. it's dealing with um, you know, D- diplomacy. Diplomacy. Basically well, until Zat Brannigan yeah. pulls yeah. his Death Star out of his fucking <laughs> yeah. uh, like in, inter, from it, yeah. intergalactic diplomacy in the neutral zone. Yep. Yeah. Orbiting the planet neutral. <laughs> I will say like so the, and uh, and Nathan, so you, uh, well, I want to talk a little bit more about your uh, the fact that you've never watched a full episode until now, yeah. probably. Uh, but what I what I really appreciate about Futurama as a show is that it does blend uh, fantasy sci-fi and quote unquote hard sci-fi yes. in a really interesting way, where like they can have the freedom to be like, oh yeah, like yarn people from nylon nylon four or whatever. Um, but they can also have like an episode about diplomacy and and rhetoric and uh, you know international uh, laws and that kind of thing. And it also it, it um, feels like fun. I don't know. Yeah. Also, really reminds me of Galaxy Quest, where yes. it's like oh, yeah. funny. Galaxy Quest, one and of having the best fun Star with Trek it. movies ever made. Yeah. Exactly, but it's clearly made with a lot of love. Like the, the, like just from that one episode, I can tell that the you know Matt Groening. I'm, Matt Green is a creator, yeah. Right, I would yeah. say clearly David, David X. Cohen's the bigger like uh, creative, creative head force behind it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like clearly a lot of love for Star Trek and for oh, Star yeah. Wars and for all the other things they're pointing from. While they're also clowning and having a good time, but and then there is an internal logic to it to the point where I'm like, yeah, I could, I could see. 
I, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I, I will be watching more Futurama. So there is a there's a literal Star Trek episode where they get the original cast all back uh, yeah. in a, in a which, very which like, cast like the OG so like, like original Shatner, series yeah fuck yeah Shatner all the ones that were alive at that point and yeah well yeah and, well and they, they, they make a joke about that because James <laughs> Doohan can't be there they were all alive so they have they have. Uh, they were all alive. Oh, yeah, did Doohan just not do it? didn't do it because he fucking hates William Shatner. That's right. That's oh, yeah. right. And so they introduce a character named Welshie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who just gets like, like fucking tortured throughout the yeah. episode. Welshie! Oh, it's Welshie. so funny. It's one um, of the things I remember it's just, most it's this, about Futurama. It's this episode that's just such like blatant fan, like right, the writers are fans and mm. they're like, we want to get our our cast back together and like, and, but they write it into the episode where it's like this alien who's a big fan of the Star Trek series. And so he kidnaps all the Star Trek <laughs> cast. <laughs> and it's incredible. so funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very galaxy quest. It's very galaxy quest. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but it's a great episode. Um, we'll get to there. The, the fact is like, if you're going to do an ongoing TV show, Star Trek is, makes more sense to pull plots from yeah, absolutely Star Wars. Cause it was serialized and because, you know, stuff like diplomacy between planets. I mean, in in the context of Star Trek, lent itself to a lot of like philosophical, you know. Yeah. But you trim it down to twenty two minutes, and you throw in Zap Rannigan, and it's a vehicle for, for goofs. Yeah. For laughs. Star Star Trek is what you pull the plots from, and Star Wars is what the uh, you can pull a lot of imagery from. Yeah. If yep. they do, you know what choose I want to. Mm. That will never happen. What? A uh, sitcom esque Star Wars show like uh, Lower Decks, right? Yeah. Uh, that's basically about people, I don't know, in a Jedi school, in a whatever they want to do. Dude. Like some kind of like school system where every episode they comment on like, fuck, is that fucking Luke Skywalker again? Uh-huh. Like, God, da- everything's about fucking Skywalkers. They're doing a show right now. I'm about to make your day. It's called Skeleton Crew. Uh-huh. And it's Jude Law on a ship with a bunch of, I believe, like Jedi younglings. And it's going to be like, <laughs> a, like, a, like a kid-friendly comedy type uh-huh. thing. And Jude Law is like their... Master. Wait, wasn't Jude Law in Solo or no? That was, uh, you're no, thinking was, of uh, Paul Bettany. He was in Captain Marvel. I was thinking of Paul Bettany. Yeah, I get he was in. Sometimes. He was Fair in enough. Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. They're and all the Dumbledore. secrets of Albus Dumbledore. He's Mr. Dumbledore. Yeah. The secret they're, is he's gay. They're both incredibly <laughs> attractive men. That yes. yes, like with piercing blue eyes. Yeah. Jude Law. Oh God, he makes me feel so much better about my receding hairline because that dude <laughs> rocks a widow's peak. Oh, like nobody's. It's like him, and then actually, you mentioned Star Trek classic era William Shatner. Like, oh, yeah. mm. yep. like Kirk is the most dashing guy, and that hairline's like way up here. Oh yeah. Know? Or uh, Gene Kelly. I'm like, let's bring back the widow's peak. Okay, stop giving Chris Evans a fucking <laughs> hairpiece whenever he plays Captain America. Just well, let him rock done. it. He's done now. He's done. Yeah, yeah for now. He's done. He can. He can. He can be Boston dry, again. Yeah, he can, be, he can have his Boston accent again. Have you been seeing that? I haven't. No, it's amazing because he, he's. I didn't know this. He's a. He's a Boston boy. So like, he, in he hides it really well. That's the thing. So on the red carpet stuff, he sounds like fucking Vinny at the Seven Eleven by <laughs> Smokestack. It's great. Well, I'm getting a, uh, a, a an alert. Uh, Disney announces new uh, Disney Plus TV series Skinny Steve. Oh, interesting. <laughs> it's about Steve Rogers before. The experiment. Wow. Oh, <laughs> oh, great! And they've they've deep faked Chris full... Evans' face onto a 
a skeletal man's uh, body onto yeah. a, on a 12 year old boy's body <laughs> mm-hmm. that uh, scene was ridiculous six episodes that first Captain America movie. here it comes six, get ready yeah six, six hour long episodes of skinny steve more time spent with skinny steve than with captain america <laughs> <laughs> i sent alan today this infographic of like the time the times needed to consume each of the marvel phases it was like phase one about six hours yeah six movies mm-hmm. or not like you know 12 hours yeah. Current phase, uh, 47 hours. Jesus. All the TV shows. all the, the TV shows, and it's stupid. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> Stop making TV shows. Anyway, sorry. Zap Brannigan is clearly like a Kirk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, 100%. Like, yeah. yeah. Homage. Yeah, he was, I, with, he was complete he was with the, to the fucking girdle joke. Yeah. I was yeah. like, dude, like absolutely. Girdle right? and hair uh, alone is enough. And then with the way that he talks. The way he treats Kiff, is that his name? The way he treats Kiff. Kiff. Yeah. The way he treats <laughs> um, women. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's yes. all it's all a heightened version of uh, a heightened version of Kirk, and then skewed like completely to comedy. Yeah. Yeah, and a bit more amoral. Yeah. yeah. Oh, which, completely. Which is really yeah. funny to watch. Yeah, There's, I love Zap Brannigan. I think he's so funny. Yeah. Um, I didn't love him in this episode. No, I didn't either. Who that him? was. Uh, it's Billy West. Billy, yeah. That's okay. That's, it was supposed to be Phil Hartman. Okay. Uh, when they were that cons- makes see that makes yeah, sense when they were when they were making the show. Supposed to be Phil Hartman, of course. Phil Hartman passed, and then uh, I don't mean like decided not to. Sorry, I mean like <laughs> like he didn't he, pass he on passed the project. Away. He yeah. passed away. Um, and then uh, so they're like, well, I guess get Billy to do it. <laughs> like it's just like who's he does, the default. To, he does yeah. admirably. He oh, does he is great. But I think this is an episode where I'm really missing Phil Hartman because I think he would have sold a lot yeah. more of the, yeah. of, the, of the lines and the. Specifically, the, like, the whole mutiny scene onwards, yeah, where he yeah. really takes center stage. I think that's the thing about Zap in general is that, yeah, like when you when you have that uh, knowledge of like this could have been Phil Hartman. Yeah, it's tough because I I love Billy West. I think he's great, but mm-hmm. he does he he's he's very good at voices, very good at being cartoony. But what's great about Phil Hartman is that like like the inflections he does mm-hmm. with his voice just are are so. I don't know, I don't know how to describe it. It's it's an indescribable quality. One of a kind. That yeah, one of a kind. Uh, you know, Lionel like you think about Lionel Hutz and Troy McClure just as just baseline from The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was so many other characters mm-hmm. on The Simpsons, but those two main characters. You just think about them and just like like words. There are words that those characters say that I think are the funniest things in the world. Just the way he says them. And uh, again, it's not to to deride Billy West at all because I do think he does great. As Zap Brannigan, but it's just yeah, just knowing uh, what could have been is yeah. very sad. <laughs> yeah, for a lot of reasons. No, well, and I think, money down. <laughs> I think Brannigan would be a bit more likable. Oh yeah, if Hartman was voice. I think because so, as it is, he's an amoral. Yeah, you would prick. be more on his side just from that from that voice and like. Well, he would be like Lionel Hudson, Troy McClure. Yeah. You know, where yeah. it's like they're, yeah, they're skeezy or they're like amoral. Yeah. You know, you love like, to hate him. But there's like moments where you're like ah, uh, like. Like, they're humans. Like, you know? hello, David. <laughs> I'm feeling really tempted, and and then you like, oh, he, there's there's human, yeah. Like there's there's humanizing. The, I'm not wearing a tie at all. Like the, you would have these. These. Are you inc- not wearing any pants, huh? Ah. Ah. <laughs> ah, that makes me want to go back and watch those apps. Um, you should. I, they're on Disney Plus. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are. Okay, shill. <laughs> Disney Alan's, shill over here. Alan's a shill? Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't seen nothing yet, man. <laughs> you're lucky you I've underestimate only, my power. You lo- you're lucky I've only mentioned For All Mankind once yeah, that's true. Uh, in this episode. Uh, yeah, let's not talk about that's that That's twice. Uh, oops. 
Uh, <laughs> anyway, Zap is great. Uh, but yeah, I think this that, is his third episode. This is yeah, yeah. Um, and it and it leans too much on him. Like third yeah. appearance. Uh, that's what I want to say. He's definitely second. Uh, but I can't remember if he had another episode no, in between. I think it's his third. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he uh, pulls the Death Star gun out and <laughs> blows up the whole fucking station. Yeah. yeah. I was, like, <laughs> I, I was laughing at how absurdly dark that was. Yeah. <laughs> and then they smash cut to their headquarters in New Jersey. Yep. <laughs> Weehawken, New Jersey. Weehawken, New Jersey. I've stayed in Weehawken before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I stayed at an Airbnb. Is an accurate representation? In Weehawken. No. No, no it's actually quite <laughs> lovely. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but yeah. I mean, like you can obviously see that, like, one of the funniest things about being like uh, an egghead from New York is you get to rip on Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And it's really easy to rip on Jersey because it's fucking New Jersey, and who gives a shit? One of my best friends in the world is an egghead from New York. Well, yeah. there you go. Yep. Does he love to rip on? Oh yeah, yeah. Of course, especially to people like me who've never been to New Jersey. So my whole my whole conception of New Jersey is is through the skewed lens of this. You know, beautiful, lovely, cynical New Yorker who I'm friends with. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like us with Edmonton. I just, I just was in Edmonton over the weekend. I had a lovely time. Yeah, uh, I had a great. This you know is why the, though? This is the thing. But you know why? Because it's summertime. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Well, Edmonton that, no, in the summer is great. No, I had a great time, and like everyone I met was so friendly. I played a show. It was packed from the first band onwards, which awesome. never happens. That's here amazing. In Calgary. Like never, ever. It's always good like a for slow... you, Edmonton, for coming out. <laughs> This yeah. is the thing. I came back to Calgary and the, I went to like a barbecue. And I mentioned this, and the first thing I heard was pe- people like slagging on Edmonton, like because we have this like rivalry in this province, right? And uh, I mean, they earned it. <laughs> Their city sucks. Anyways, fuck New Jersey, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> not to not to harp on on it, but Edmonton's terrible. <laughs> See and, what I mean? And of course this they're gonna. Like- of course, they're going to go out for any any tiny, precious moment of entertainment <laughs> that they can find to distract them from the fact that they're living in a horrible hellhole. <laughs> I, 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 I can butter my toast with this irony happening yeah. right now. It's like but Jersey's actually quite lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a good Weehawken. time in Edmonton. I think it's fine. I, I love that Weehawken's a real, a real place. Yeah. I thought that was just a funny uh, it's name a, they put no, on No, it's a great ass. name. It's a great name for a place. Weehawken, New Jersey. You could take the bus into the city. So my question is, did he actually murder a bunch of people? I don't think we're meant to think that That's because everyone thought. in the dupe headquarters in Weehawken are like all injured and everyone yeah. on the jury and is members of that. And I think that's the idea that. That, that they're going for And they make a least. real big deal of showing yeah. the one part of the station that part fly away. Because yeah. yeah. for a moment, I think all three of us yeah. thought that he, they just fucking... Yeah. Like he yeah, we're just like, oh my God. <laughs> well, and it is very funny. You know, because then he's just like, whoopsie daisy. <laughs> whoopsie daisy. Yeah, that's great. And it was mostly Kiff's, Kiff's fault. It was mostly Kiff's fault. Let's all be what? clear. Um, yeah, the Kiff, the Kiff of it all is also very funny. I think Kiff is almost starts to become a funnier character than Zap, and just because of his relationship to him. Yeah. He reminds me, do you all watch Scrubs or seen yep. Scrubs? He reminds me of Ted. Oh, yeah. From Scrubs. We're like. Ted. He was the lawyer. The lawyer, sweaty lawyer. Oh, of course, yes. <laughs> yeah, we're like even the nice characters are don't like Ted. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. that's a that's a show that has a Ted and a Todd. Yes, that's true. Yeah, yeah, very they, different characters. Yeah, very different characters, and they almost never interact. No, dude, they're in a well, actually, yeah, but there is one episode where they they form an air band together or something. That's true. Like, that's the one. Um, Weird. Yeah. I don't like that show. It is not. It is not aged well. There's a lot, a lot of homophobia yeah. and, and transphobia. Oh, it's and a just, it's a 2000 show. What are you gonna do? Yeah. 
it's it's funny like I because I grew up like that was the show I'd put on when I was like studying in high school and stuff yeah. in the background and and I revisit it now and it's like I don't know JD and Turk hug and everyone's like oh, are you gonna get married <laughs> you know and yeah it's, it's like it's that weird two thousand yeah it's that two thousand yeah. thing of like we're okay showing men have affection to each other but everyone else needs to comment on how they're probably gay which is yeah. why and I will die on this hill Trailer Park Boys is one of the most low key progressive shows of all time. But I won't Great. go into that. I've never watched it. <laughs> Me neither. I've never seen any trailer park. <laughs> that boys. show was that like 2001 onwards. That show was airing, and it's just men hugging each other, saying they love each other. Except for the movie. Straight. I did see the movie. Yeah, the first movie. Mm. They they made was a second more? one, didn't they? They made a bunch of movies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I saw the first trailer park. <laughs> boys, boys the movie where they get they get pulled over by Neil Pert and Gord Downey. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yep. Is it Neil Pert or Alex Lifeson? It's, Al- it's, it's Alex. Lyson. It's uh, Alex uh, Lifeson. That's a running joke because yeah. there's an episode in the show where they kidnap him. Alex Lifeson? Yeah, and it's all because Bubbles wants to go to a Rush concert and they can't afford it. So he kidnaps <laughs> Alex Lifeson to put on a, a personal concert for them in there. That's funny. It's good. It's a good show. Yeah. I recommend it. I um, mean, Al, you're going to get like a third of the show, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe maybe less than a third of is the it, show yeah, because say, is, Getty is Lee the, runs a lot of that. Of the, I mean, consequential I, 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 of the three. I, I, yeah. it's, Getty Lee is probably, but he doesn't play the guitar, right? Yeah. He plays, he plays the bass. Yeah. Which, if you're going to have a solo performance... but he also, No, but he also does synth. But he also does synth. Yeah, yeah. synth. And he also sings. So you could get... Uh, Getty Lee on his own would probably be the one that there's you There's a really funny moment. There's kidnap. A, there's a funny way... There's a runaway moment where he's, like, sitting and he gives him a shitty, like, broken guitar from the alley and he's like, when you play that fucking Diane Sawyer song or whatever, like... Diane know. Sawyer. <laughs> and the, That's funny. And then there's a running bit where Ricky keeps going, like, what do you do all day? You're a fucking rock star. Like, what... Yeah, because like they, yeah, it's it's good. It's a great show. I love it. You remember um, guys, Rush is really good. You remember in Scrubs when JD impregnates a woman by accidentally coming like in a hot tub, a, like outside of her. <laughs> is that Elizabeth Banks or something? Yeah, yeah it's Elizabeth Banks. That's a whole plot point in that show. <laughs> Why? And did then they, do they that? then they try and retcon her to being there the whole time. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> That's yeah. season eight, right? <laughs> That's season Think, eight. Yeah. Because oh, season nine is med school. Season nine is okay. Uh, no, season seven yeah. is is that what you just said? Season eight is where it changed networks and it got kind of better because it was just I don't know. It was like their last actual season. He has a beard. And then, yeah, and That's then season the nine thing. is the med school, which no one. I mean, as bad as Scrubs is, med school's worse. And yeah. I watched it. Yeah, it was how fun. was it? It was fine. It was at best they sh- fine. They sh- yeah, they, they as the as everyone knows, they should have not called it Scrubs. They yep. should have called it. Med school yeah. and had to be a spinoff officially, not Wasn't just Dave season Franco nine. Dave yeah. Franco's in it. Yeah. Uh, Eliza Coop. Oh, she's uh, so good. She's very good. Um, uh, Aziz Ansari. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. like an early yeah. Yeah, like they had a good cast. Yeah. They okay. had a really yeah, yeah. good cast, and they bunked it. Yeah, and they had a charming lead. I don't remember what her name was, but she was good. Yeah, I she, liked her she, more she, than Zach Braff, honestly. Oh yeah, and well, and that's the thing. Like she's supposed to be like the Zach Braff. Uh, the know. JD, yeah. yeah, the JD, and it was too reliant. But he's still on there, the, so it's like, yeah. what's going on? It was weird. It was too <laughs> reliant on the old cast. Yeah, it felt a little bit like Digimon season two. And with that, I'm gonna go pee. <laughs> Keep talking, please. What? <laughs> well, just pause it then. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well, let's let's see what we really think about Greg while he's gone. <laughs> yeah, Greg, what a guy. What a what a what a bearded fellow! What a uh, he's, he's describing what he looks like. He's a PS Five or one of his roommates does, and I want to steal it. But yeah, seriously considering using a student loan to buy a PS Five. <laughs> so, uh, what else are student loans for? Am I right? 
Well, I used a part of a student loan to buy an iPod last time I was in university. So yeah, because I had like four hundred dollars left over, and I was like, "Do I give this back? What do I do? What do I do with this?" No, you you buy you buy cool shit. Buy cool shit. You're gonna have to pay it back anyway, so why not? Right? Yeah, yeah. Debt. That's, that's how I feel. Am I right? Debt. Debt. We'll never escape it. Yay! Thanks, thanks, uh, previous generation. Oh man, <laughs> I, uh, I I went to the grocery store today. Mm. I bought olive oil. Mm-hmm. I bought mayonnaise. Mm-hmm. I bought Gaviscon. Mm, nice. I bought some allergy meds. Uh-huh. And I bought burger buns. Okay. Guess how much that all cost me? That sounds like it's probably about fifty bucks. Forty-two. Pretty <laughs> yeah. close. <laughs> how fucking depressing is that, though? Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> One of the most. Def- Olive oil. It's like six dollars for a oh. bottle of olive oil right now. Yeah, what's going on? Is all are olives at a premium right now? I have like, no idea. I'm guessing maybe the import fees. <laughs> yeah. I have no idea. But like, dude, like it was. It's that crazy. was the. I'm kind of and I'm kind of dead inside right now. It's to, to the inflation prices. But the olive oil made me pause. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I mean, gas in general, or sorry, just gas on its own is so depressing right now. And has been for my fuel efficient Corolla is eighty bucks to fill right now. That's pretty good. I know, (laughs) I know, but that's still like in normal times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's like forty 40 bucks, forty or forty five. Yeah, yeah. But inflation. Oh yeah, it's hard. (laughs) (laughs) It just keeps inflating, baby, and it's all made up. Keeps inflating, and they just up the prices, and instead of like you know having a revolution, we just keep paying them. So they're like, yeah, well, yeah. Why wouldn't we just raise the prices? I remember when like a, a, a combo meal at a fast food restaurant was always under ten bucks. Yeah, now, now it's, it's always now it's over. Always over. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, unless you get a McDouble meal. Well, I mean, and even that, seven dollars now. Yeah. Used to be five. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I'm riding up. They don't even have the dollar menu anymore, do they? No. no. Nope. I was just at Arby's today. Oh hell yeah! Oh. <laughs> I'm they got dollar ninety nine sliders. No, we so. we stand Arby's. Remember? I don't stand Arby's. No, I, but Nathan and I do. Okay, fine. <laughs> Beef and cheddar, baby. Beef and cheddar, Al- baby. Allie stands Arby's too. Yeah, well, so that sounds like you're the odd one out. Yeah, looks like it. <laughs> Maybe you should give Arby's a chance, Greg. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they got meat guns. They have meat uh, guns. They just shoot your meat out with a coffee uh, gun. On stop it! They got cheese. <laughs> That's not helping. Cheese just like farts out. Onto, oh my god! <laughs> onto your bun. Oh my god! <laughs> wow. Uh, can we talk about the gravity planet? Let's do it. Uh, immediately, I thought of Interstellar. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Because you know gravity. Mm-hmm. Uh, you I think always of the movie Gravity. No, because remarkably, that movie has an incredible lack of gravity. Yeah. Wait yep. a minute. Yeah. I don't think anyone's thought of gravity until you just mentioned it. <laughs> really makes you think, doesn't it? You know. I think about gravity a lot. Yeah, yeah. I know. I saw it in theaters and I was like, okay. Doctor Ryan Stone. Who? Sandra Bullock's character. Really? Who's George Clooney in that? But Ryan's What's a boy. <laughs> Good one, oh boy. Good one. Good one. George um, Clooney's an Astro Man. Mm-hmm. In that movie, yeah, well, Astro. yeah. He just pops up and he's charming, and then he leaves. Well, he dies. Well, he floats he away dies. In space. Well, he's already dead, right? He dies like a really horrible death. I thought he was already dead, and then she like hallucinates him. Is that? Am I imagining that? Well, am I she, hallucinating? She does hallucinate, she does hallucinate him, but he's her. alive at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the, the <laughs> see again. I haven't thought about gravity. This is the first time I'm thinking of gravity. <laughs> well, then the thing goes wrong at the, the beginning. Thing. That's a good movie. <laughs> also a good movie. Uh, and things go wrong. <laughs> The gravity planet. 
Yeah, the gravity planet. Interstellar. Yeah, things with different physics, uh, uh, which is something that Futurama is quite good at introducing, always entertains me a lot. And I, I, I like the uh, the idea of being like, okay, you can only carry one pillow. I almost wish they spent more time just doing this mission mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, because I was honestly more interested in seeing them just spend more time on the gravity planet. Uh, I almost feel like the first act or so is kind of a missed opportunity for them to get to the plot running quicker. Mm. Um, I feel like by the end of the episode, the plot is, I mean, obviously Zap Browning and stuff, but the whole kind of like conceit is we don't like Leela as a leader. Yeah. But they don't really introduce that until they're on the planet. Yeah. The gravity planet, right? And I feel like that's something they could have like spliced into the first part of the episode of like, Oh, Leela's kind of shitty, and like we don't really like her as, yeah. and she orders us around too much. But they don't do any of that, right? Like, yeah, like there's this kind of you're supposed to be, I guess maybe kind of an emotionally resonant ending, like grass is greener because they're right. like, like, you're actually like, like you. yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think it'd be a bit more of an ongoing thing where yeah, maybe you see. Well, isn't there that that part at the very beginning with the where they're washing the ship? Yeah, where they're washing the ship, and that's supposed to be echoed at the end. That's in that. That's like halfway through, though. Is that that? Yeah, yeah, it's like that's after the neutrality planet. Shit. Oh, really? Because it's it's it's, yeah, it's yeah. right before Zap appears on the doorstep. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. yeah that yeah. Needs, so that's what that I mean. needs like, to be in yeah, the first that act. Been, yeah. That should have been early stuff. And so then, the main the main crew is kind of supporting characters until oh yeah that point of the episode. Yeah. Um, and, which uh, is fine. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting seeing the the kind of plot structure they have for these episodes sometimes where they're a little less concerned about. Uh, an A to B to C and mm. more concerned about like gags and like what would be funny in this first act, you know, like the actual to- plot when I think about it altogether is like a stream of consciousness, like <laughs> kind of like fever dream. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. It's the actual, and that's a lot of Futurama episodes, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the best ones, I do think the best Futurama episodes are ones that like from jump are like, here's the problem or here's a, thing that's happening that causes the rest of the episode and i just i i was missing that a little from this episode i didn't get a lot of laughs on this one either yeah yeah i, I would say so uh as well um i think the hardest we laugh was when we blew up the station because yeah for a moment <laughs> yeah. we were like did that that just happen are they all dead <laughs> did, did that just, kill, all just those kill the united nations of well they space? set it up so well too right where it's like you know i'll just cut it from here and it's like no don't like so like clearly that's dangerous and, and then he the, chooses the, the, like hyper death or whatever <laughs> and so you're like oh no like even but then he he does it right and so you're like oh okay so maybe it's okay but then it's like uh, it just cuts the statue and then explodes an entire station um so yeah it's very very i don't really understand how they survived to be honest (laughs) well again i think it looks like the laser's cutting through the window where they're in so you'd think it would open it to the the, vacuum space space. yeah right i think i think there's some some sci-fi thinking uh, a little bit too hard that needs to be uh you know 80 yard in there for like good thing our uh our auto uh uh closer activated you know woodshed yeah sure yeah Um, our anti-laser repellent. Yeah. I was hoping there'd yeah, be a little exactly. bit where, like, maybe the laser cuts through that bug alien, whereas he's getting <laughs> eaten by the, you know, by the lizard. By the alien. lizard, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's my inner reptilian speaking, though. So. Of course, yeah, yeah. That's Klaxar. <laughs> my bad. Um. <laughs> oh no, no, he's emerging. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I mean, overall, I think it's uh, it's a fine episode. I I, I think this is one I've watched the least, honestly. Mm-hmm. 
um, in retrospect. Um, but uh, but I do love those neutrals. Yeah, they're funny. So it's worth it for the neutrals. Yeah. I yo um, if I don't make it, tell my wife hello. <laughs> hello. <laughs> Is that everyone's favorite joke? Uh, I like that. I think and the I, neutrals in general, yeah. The yeah. neutrals. I really like the jury seamlessly going into the back to deliberate and coming back. In. <laughs> yeah. The um, whenever they do uh, courtroom stuff, I think that it's usually pretty pretty solid in Futurama. Yeah. Like they they do some fun. Like the the hyper chicken comes back in later episodes, and I think he's really funny. Ah, just a simple southern hyper chicken from from the south. See, and that's where it reminds you of trans because that's the trans like transmit would do that all the time. Yeah, just throw some shit in like that, and you're like, what the fuck? And then it happens again three issues later, and you're like, oh, there's yeah, hey, there's, there's the backwoods chicken. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing simple about a hyper chicken. Stop saying you're simple. <laughs> that's crazy. Because I because I definitely blue, one of my favorite yeah. jokes of his, and I so it's not in this episode, so it must be a later one. Is when he is talking to someone and suddenly he goes, but. And like attacks them, and he was like, "I'm sorry, I thought you was con." Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. I think this show's gonna get a lot better. Yeah, as we go, it 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 gets better in many ways for me. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for that moment. Yeah, currently. Yeah, it's still in its nascent. How, m- how many seasons stage. were there? Of this? There was so there was uh, four originally. Yeah, and, and then they, they got, did those movies, it... which like are an unofficial fifth season or whatever. Okay, and then they got rebooted by Adult Swim, I think it was, or Cartoon Cartoon Network maybe first. I think it was Comedy Central. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Completely different channels. I can't, but okay. I can't keep track of all those things because yeah. some of them are different in Canada. Anyway, um, but and they think they did two seasons with that network and then uh, were canceled again yeah. and then revived again by Adult Swim. I think Adult Swim was the last one to really. Be. I believe so. And they did another two seasons, I want to say. And then they're coming back on Hulu. Apparently they're coming back on Hulu now. For another so. 20 episodes. But uh. we're we're only doing the original run. We're not doing all the revivals and that kind of thing. We're just focusing on the original four seasons. And then you're doing Scrubs after, right? Yeah, well, then we're doing our Scrubs yeah. chat. Yeah. Um, we're going to get JD and Turk on. <laughs> yeah. You guys could do that thing that everyone's fucking doing where like, you know, these has-been celebrities rewatch shows they're on. Thank you and for yeah. calling them that. Yeah. <laughs> I fuck like the amount like because uh, I when I'm listening to like the podcasts I do listen to and there's always an ad oh, usually yeah. on iHeartRadio of mm. like yeah. we're the cast of Gossip Girl and we are at home in the pandemic watching Gossip Girl again and it's like sweet and there's an office one I with feel fucking like we Kevin. Talked about, we might have even talked about this last we episode. did yeah and how I, I just can't stand it. I can't stand well, it's that just, shit it's just I, so annoying because like leave, leave podcasting to us losers yeah. yeah. You're a celebrity. Go I put a, a lot movie. of work. I put yeah. a lot of work into my podcast. Yeah, I'm not just fucking reminiscing on a, some sweet gig I had ten fucking years ago. You know what I mean? Like just getting all that cachet from the name. You know? Yeah, and I'm wa- and like like you're watching it on Netflix, which means you're getting the residuals from watching it on Netflix. <laughs> Fuck you for <laughs> double dipping like that. And along with his office show, all the people who are like, I love the office. It reminds me of my office job. Like they'll tune in <laughs> because that Brian Baumgarter's got Steve Carroll. Like he has his numbers. Yeah. So he can be like. This episode, we have Steve Carroll, and I was like, oh my God, it's Michael Scott. Yeah. Talking about how, I don't know, like they slipped a whoopee cushion under his chair that episode, and it was hilarious, right? Like, that is pretty funny. <sighs> it's yeah. It's a good joke. <laughs> yeah. What episode was that? Is <laughs> the one with the chili? I don't know. Fuck that, is that the chili episode? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's a good bit. <laughs> Still a good bit. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. It's the profane and the beautiful colliding. Mm-hmm. Pure comedy. Call a comedy Nova. Well, bye.
We're really nailing it these days. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're really doing it. Are we going to make it? Has our Are we going to make has this? Our, has the wind fallen out of our sails, Grant? Have they? I kind of feel like they might have. Do we need to pivot? We got to do it. We got to do it. We got to get to season four. I know. We I know. To. But like, do we do we want to do like this thing where like we're talking on air about how we're gonna revitalize our show? Uh, we do this. We did this a lot in the in the old days. So maybe yeah. that's part of it. Maybe we can dig up an old bit that we did. Yeah. And um, dust it off. Uh huh. And look for prints. Sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but maybe we do like because. The fun part about doing this is just talking about what comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And then when we talk about the Futurama part, I don't really have much to say. It's kind yeah. of, I feel like I'm forcing it, you know? Yeah. I, I do feel like I'm forcing it. Whereas when we were talking about um, sci-fi and culture stuff, I don't feel like I'm forcing that. No. Not really. Like when we were talking about Mad Max, I'm like, I'll talk about that all day. Yeah. Mad Max for fucking ever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then when we get to uh, when we get to this part, I'm just like, well, Gravity Planet, I guess. Yeah. You know, maybe we watch an episode of Futurama, just chat afterwards. Well, right now it feels like you're at, you're at okay. I make burgers, my favorite blend for burgers. <laughs> yeah. A good seventy thirty blend. Right? Okay. And that's about where you're at right now, where it's like yeah, seventy yeah. chat, yeah, thirty blend Futurama. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. So what you're wanting to do, you're talking about like lowering the fat content of that blend a little bit. That's kind of what you're. Hmm. Because if you, what you're talking about would be like an 80-20 blend, yeah, maybe like that's a that's a lean burger. You know what I mean? That's a that's a lean. I like a little juice on my burger. Sure. I feel like that's maybe to keep with this analogy, it's more about uh, we always have the beef uh, ready to go. What's the beef in this situation? <laughs> Where's the beef? The the chat. The chat. Okay. Right. And what was the other part? Is it pork? Is that the, the other fat. Bl- part it's of the, the fat content? Fat oh, content. sorry. Oh, Beef I, or fat? I, I, understood, yeah, yeah. I misunderstood yeah. everything. Lean uh, and fat. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you meant because like a lot of people do beef and pork burgers sure. and like merge them. Yeah, fucking, um, fucking psychopaths. <laughs> all right. But we're talking about ones that you can safely eat at the same temperature. So okay, it's yeah, just yeah, beef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Just beef. So anyway, so so I think what Greg's talking about is more the idea that uh, the fat is is available at any time, yeah. but it doesn't need to be put in. Yeah. Yep. Right. So it's like we got we're we're making our burger, and it's like how much fat do we want to put in this time? I don't know. Like actually, I think we need thirty percent this time because we have a lot to talk about. Mm. But then like other times, it's like you know what? There wasn't much to talk about. So like leave that fat out of there. The, the I think the problem we run into uh, is that we throughout our entire run have often been complained about not talking about the episode. Yes. So now you're just, now you're, this is great though. You could show a lot of contempt for your fan base, which <laughs> I'm a big fan. I have no, I have no contempt. I honestly get it. Mm-hmm. But I also, uh, I, I like, yeah, I think like what Greg is saying, like we don't want to force it. We don't want to just talk about it for the sake of talking about it. Like we want to feel like it's actually like something that inspires us or yeah. makes us uh, feel uh, content. And, because if I don't have an opinion on an episode, if I'm like, I'm like, well, like, brand again, begin again, I'm like, it was fine. It was okay. Yeah. I didn't laugh very much. There was a couple of things here and there, but I don't really have anything else you to say about it. You know what we might need it. to do? Mm. Go back to uh, two-episode uh, podcast. Holy format. shit. That's what we need to do. I think that's what we need to do. That is exactly what we need to do. Mm. You did it. <laughs> you saved. You solved it, Alan. You saved it. <laughs> You saved talking on the internet, my friends. Um, we said going home. 
<laughs> Nathan, what's up? Thanks so much for being on the show. No worries. We are um, at a breaking point here, <laughs> and great. I, I'm ending the episode. At the breaking point, uh, I'm just going to plug myself. Check yeah, out, please do. Uh, I do a podcast called Last Gen Arcades. We talk about old video games. Say that name one more time. Last Gen Arcade. Last Gen Arcade. Yeah, yeah. So just punch that in, Google it, whatever. Um, we talk about old video games. We have guests on. It's we usually do two episodes: one where we, re- we talk about the development history, and then one where we talk about playing it and how it holds up today. And it's and we make dick jokes, and it's great. That's a cool format. Who's yeah. your host? Uh, me and uh, my buddy Will Cowan. Right who, on. Uh, yeah, and we just uh, we just wrapped up a series on Star Wars: Nets Old Republic. We had Colin Munch on as a guest for that, which was super sweet. We're doing Duke Nukem Forever next. Oh, fun! So, yeah, Alan's shaking his head. He <laughs> saw me play it recently, and yeah. <laughs> Spoiler, one of the most sexist things I've encountered in my life. Sure. Um, And then also, I'm in a band called Brain Bends. We just dropped a single earlier this year called Dogpile. It's like evil new wave. I don't know. It's cool. Check it out. How can can music be evil? I don't know. You know what? Don't answer that. I'm going to listen for myself. Yeah. 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 I'll find out why it's evil. And we played Edmonton, and it was great, okay? so <laughs> I'm sure it was, because they had to get out of their houses yeah, to yeah. forget the, where they lived. It's such a horrible hellscape. <laughs> oh, man. Sorry, yeah. Edmonton. I'll be back in a few months. Remember when the Oilers got swept? That was great. <laughs> Again, if you want to email us at thehammockdistrictonthird at gmail.com, we really love hearing from everybody. And uh, follow us on the socials at Bad Neighbors Pod wherever you social. Instagram is probably the best one. Oh, and check out ussartemis.ca and listen to the audio miniseries USS Artemis with headphones on. I'm going to be plugging this a lot. It's very cool. Have you listened to it? I listened to it at work um, like last, like over the last couple of days. Holy yeah. shit! Through my speaker system in my work van. It sounded oh. great. But I, I know, I know, it's a good speaker system though. Okay. So you know. <laughs> I keep saying, oh, like listening. That's not the way I wanted. Listening you to, to something, listen. listening to that on speakers is like watching an IMAX movie on a plane. Okay, I'm sorry, Mister. <laughs> Let's put the fucking iPhone in the middle of the room and record. <laughs> <laughs> but you I'm know, glad. No, I'm glad it sounded good. I'm, I good. really am because it's really good. I'm ge- and gen- it's genuinely really good and really and really immersive and and yeah, I loved it. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, that's a that's a review that I promise I didn't pay for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alan? I haven't been paid yet, so that's why you're not getting my review. Right. That's uh, why you haven't listened to it yet. That's yeah. I'll give you $10 <laughs> to say something nice about me. Okay. Speaking of, you're, uh, if oh. you're a Patreon subscriber this month, you're going to see Alan say a bunch of nice things about me. Ah. Because I'm going to upload his best man speech. <laughs> Aw. That's it. Thanks for listening, everybody. And Uh, as always, with with my my last last breath, breath, I curse Zoidberg. Zoidberg.